All right, we talked about a very busy news day today as we continue, though, with one of these stories that have been grabbing the headlines over the past couple of days and also having heard one side of the room dispute, uh, it's now time to also give the other side an opportunity. Well, the man who owned a 60% share at Highlands Park, uh, otherwise known as the Lions of the North, will cease to exist beyond this point. That is what we are told. Now, and the sale of the club has come under a huge amount of controversy as well. Some say that uh, he is well within his rights to sell the status and also some uh, who say something completely different. But what, whatever it is, you and I think it's purely academic at this point, and it is time now to hear from the horse's mouth and what is the real deal. Highlands Park Chairman uh, Brad Kaftel, thank you for your time. Good evening. Hello, Rob. Long time. Hope you're good. Thanks for having me, and hello to your listeners. Thank you so much indeed. Are, are we safe to say now that Highlands Park no longer exists? No, it does exist. Not at a professional level, but I mean, Highlands Park has existed since 1969, Rob, and um, it has been in professional football previously until I think 1982. And we, we certainly plan to keep Highlands Park going at an amateur level. We still have a, a castle league team, you know, we still have really good structures under 19, 17, and, and Gary Brookstone's going to run that. And uh, he's, uh, he's a 20% shareholder, and he's going he's gonna to run that. And, um, we did win the Bayo Cup, for example, in the under-19 tournament, the Bayo Premier Cup last year. So I think we've got some really good young talent. So no, it, it will continue. There'll always be a Highlands Park. It'll always be there for the for the kids, and we'll always be investing in youth. And uh, whether we'll get back to professional football, well, you'd have to watch the space, Rob. Yeah, uh, I, I, I always marvel at that word. Watch that space. It's almost like a trigger to say whatever it is that you're thinking will happen. So take <laughs> yeah. me through the step-by-step so that we don't get confused, Brad. The status <laughs> of Highlands Park at a professional level within the Premier Soccer League has now been sold. So take that discussion over from there. Guide us in terms of what has happened. Well, look, firstly, I mean, when you introduced me, I, I do want to make one correction. I've got 29% of the shares of Highlands Park. Uh, so I'm a minority shareholder. I don't have 60%. I have 29%. As I mentioned, Larry Brookson has 20%. Cindy Nisi has 20%. And Joan Timuni has 31%. It's four minorities, really, um, at, the, at the moment, have, have the shares as of today. And um, shares have changed hands over time. And, 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 and that's normal. It happens in listed companies and in private companies. Sorry, Brad, um, because I really want this to make sense, and I don't know if you're in hands-free or the, the line is really, really terrible and that, we can hardly that, hear it. Is, is that any better? If Whatever you've just done now, please continue okay, that way. Off. I was speaking into the speaker, and I'll now take a minute off. But if, I, yeah. if my ear cuts us off, I'll be back. Yeah, no, we will. We will definitely okay. do that. That sounds much better because, yeah, the whole point is to get the essence of what has happened here. All right, mm-hmm. so you, you've given the breakdown. So the shareholding, was it always the way you've described it now or no. were you at some point no. a 60% shareholder? No, no, it, it, Rob, it's, it's changed over the years. It has. It's been shareholded in and out and things have changed over the years. I mean, our auditors keep track of all of that. So there has been changes and that's that is quite normal in any company 
Um, you know, you have listed companies that trade on a daily basis with shareholding changes daily. So it, it's no different in private companies. Shares can change hands and do so. You know, so, I mean, Highlands Park is 51% black-owned. Joan Timunia is uh, 31, and today since he has 20, is 51. As I say, you know, then the rest is me, 29, and uh, Larry So that's the breakdown as of today. But if I go back, you know, in, in months gone by, you expect shareholding has changed over the last year or some months it has for various reasons. But we don't want to bore the listeners with that. I think they're interested to hear about the football. But, Rob, what did you want to ask about the transaction that was worrying you? That's not well, worrying me. Some, I'm, I'm, some sort of a, a guard as to where it's come. And, you know, so I can, I can tell you, but let me have a go. Yeah, be- because obviously there was, there was a stage, yeah. there was a stage, if, if you want me to ask you directly, there was a stage where we, the, the, the league did say that the, the sale cannot go ahead because, no. um, you know, it, it kind of did not meet certain requirements. Mm. Right, so, so, it, so, look, yeah, so take it from so, there. Yeah, so look, firstly, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of speculation, and that's why, I mean, they did invite me up the show a few months ago, so I kind of said, look, not yet. And the reason was just that, you know, it was all speculation, because when you do a deal like this, there's many hurdles that have to be, have to be jumped really before you can get to finality, um, the raising of the money, the paying the deposit, the raising of the finance, and so it goes. And, and I mean, one clause, and I mean, you know, I heard Simone speak really eloquently last night, and she was a terrific girl, and done a great job for us. And she said, she made the comment, you know, we would have loved to have heard about this from the owners and not from social media. But unfortunately, we can only really communicate that there's a sale when it's concluded, which is now. We can't come on, I can't go to my team and say, look, there's a sale, maybe. You know, if this happens or that happens or that happens. So there were, there were many things, I'm not going to bore you, but one, for example, that, that uh, the buyer wanted was that there would be no, the team would remain in the, you know, in the uh, Premier League, as an example. So, you know, that hurdle was only crossed a couple of games to go, late in August. So only at that point could we you know, consider approaching the league, PSL, for approval. But uh, we, we did approach the PSL, and they just asked for some more paperwork which we provided promptly in the sales to be approved. I mean, we've, we've used the services of a, a top law firm, a, a large law firm, one of the largest in the country. Um, we've had one of their directors guide the process from start to finish because we knew that we had to have, you know, the, the whole process had to be robust and uh, up to scrutiny, and it is. You know, so some of the, some of the reports have been speculative and not accurate. All right, Brad, I'm going to take a quick break. We just need to sort out your phone. Um, I'm still not happy whatever's happening. There's not really good for radio. Um, so let's, let's take a quick break. After the break, let's uh, have properly um, clear line, I hope, uh, so that all of this makes sense. Hashtag MSW. This gentleman of Highlands Park is not making any sense. I can hear him, he's talking, but uh, I can't get the gist of what he's saying. Um, guess this thing here, Highlands Park, it's like that situation of an egg and a chicken, whereby one doesn't know which is which now. But this thing of um, selling things must be just abolished by um, PSL because it's not doing justice to soccer loving people in South Africa and also to players. PSL must just think again about this thing. The ending, sure.
This guy, this guy Rob is Lumuli Munje. I couldn't I could my straight. Kuchu could lend you about sixty percent, fifty percent, thirty percent. Kona bea zema jebonke all along. We think him nice. We can go as level to go to. You know, how many percentage? Huh? Uh, I mean, somewhere, somewhere there's a, a hiccup here. There's a, a big mistake somewhere, somewhere. Thanks, Rob. Hi, Robert. Uchiko uh, Mdeni. Robbie, we need to find closure on this Highlands Park TX uh, Galas or Team Sugazi saga. Two questions for Operat uh, Khafel. One, has the deal gone through? Yes or no? Secondly, uh, the minority order that has came out publicly to inform the general soccer public that he has not been part of board meetings. I think he's been there three times in six years. That was concerning. But what I would like to find out from Mr. Pratt is, as a precondition by PSL, has the new owner taken over the contracts or the existing contracts of players and the technical team? I'll listen on the radio. Thank you. All right, uh, chatting to the chair of Highlands Park, uh, Brad Capital, who is on the line, hopefully a better line this time around. Uh, Brad, thanks uh, for your patience. Uh, I hope we are able to communicate better. How's that? How's that, Rob? Does it sound better? Yeah, as long as you're just chatting directly to your mouthpiece no, um, on the on the phone, that'll be great. Yeah. Okay. So just l- let me address very quickly the, the two questions that the gentleman did pose. It says, uh, has this deal gone through, yes or no? Yes. And it has gone through to Tim Sogazi as of when? It was uh, the, the ownership would, tra- would uh, transfer at the end of the season. And at the end of the season, I think, is the last game, which is, I think, next Tuesday night, so from next Wednesday. So the transfer goes through as of next Wednesday? I think it's, Rob, I'm only correction on that. I'm not, not really the expert on that, but I know that the, the new season, I don't know if the official date is the 20-something of September or the 1st of October, but normally... You know, we, we have a, a 30th of June cut-off season and 1 July is the new season. But because of the three-month delay with corona, we now have a season that, that is a little bit different. So you can only, um, a club can only change hands, you know, in a, in, in a window period, you know, you know, at the end of the season. Can't change mid-season or, you know, so it can only change the club officially and only change hands, you know, once the season's concluded, which I think is next Tuesday night. But it could be oh. a week later. I don't know. Yeah. So w- what has happened now with some of the players, you know, so about 10 players uh, that were told that they're no longer part and parcel of Highlands Park. Uh, there's a new coaching regime that's already taken over. Owen de is no longer there. Um, would that not be in breach then of what you've just told us? If it's happening next week, but the takeover has already happened now, how, yeah, how so, do we then so explain think, that? So I think, you know, the, the, the reality with that. You know, Tim Sukazi and Dan Malicello are assembling their squad. And I, I thought it was really only fair to the players to, to get them into that setup sooner than later. You know, because they, they're obviously preparing and we're not in a normal circumstance where we've got, you know, two and a half months to a new season. We're in this situation in a couple of weeks, maybe, you know, under a month to the new season. So I knew that uh, they were going away on a camp and a lot of those players um, are, are together, you know, on camp with. TS Galaxy as we speak, which I'm, I'm really pleased about. Uh, I know one or two players have, have, have been sold to other clubs, 
which I'm also pleased about, good for them. But I, in terms of the sale, that's it's not really for me to comment because we, we're the seller and all the players and our head coach own the Gama Pass to, to TS Galaxy. In terms of their negotiations thereafter, in terms of they, they don't, that, that legally they have to stay at TS Galaxy. That, that, that's clear. And if there's some sort of a termination, then there has to be some sort of a discussion between the agents concerned. But you know, they, they're professionals, and I was so. But is, is, is the sale, the sale, Brad, including the players? Because you, has, you can just sell yes. a club excluding the players, or you can sell we a club including all no, of the personnel. No, we, we 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 sold the club including all the the players and the head coach. So, so, the, so all those all those people legally transferred to TS Galaxy. But yes, Rob, as you know, with these sort of things, different coaches like different players, and I'm sure no player wants to be at a club if the coach doesn't he doesn't like his style or whatever it is. But then they have to obviously have a discussion and agree terms and you know, and the player then has to move on. It's it's normal, it happens all the time. You know, you see it even in you know, in, in clubs that don't change hands, you see it where a new coach comes in and you, Gavin Hunt's gone to, to Kaiser Chiefs, we wish him all the success in the world the leading club in the country and he's gone to Kaiser Chiefs and I'm quite sure that the squad that he's going to want will be very different to the squad that played for Ernst Lickendorf. No question because every coach has got a different style and a different approach. Mm. So there may be players that are under contract that agree to leave uh, and there's some sort of discussion. It's, it's normal football practice. So, so yes, the players have all moved but as we know, there may be changes, but it's not really for me as the seller to talk about that. that you would have to get Tim Sukazi on your show, Rob, and then he answer more about it. No, that. no, no. No, but you're the seller, though, Brad. That's why I'm asking. Yes. And no, I hear and understand whatever is happening at Night Arena. Sure. Yes. Okay. Let, let, let's, let's have one, one conversation. The, whatever's happening at Night Arena, let's leave that. I'm talking about players that rocked up uh, during the week for training yes. as yes. Highlands Park players. And yes. they get there. They train. And after the training, they're told that now you're going to be meeting so-and-so who is a representative from TS Galaxy and have a conversation with that person. So that person is the one that tells the players that, listen, you are not part of Dan Malisela's plans in the way moving forward. Some of the players, yes, their contracts were up. Fine, no problem. Some of the players still had a year or so left in their contracts. So all I'm saying, you were saying that it is normal football practice. I don't think that is normal football practice. Well, obviously, Rob, the, the players are paid and up until the end of the month by Highland Park, and that won't change. You know, they, they will contractually based, and, and certainly up until the end of this month, that falls within the current season. And all the players and the head coach will be paid by Highland Park. So that's, that's not up for discussion. I think it was just more the practicality of the situation, given the, the, the incredibly diff- different times that we live in, to actually take the players. And I think they appreciated it. So many of the players just thanked me. So I said, well, let's take this. I explained the situation. Then I said, look, the sale is not yet concluded. We're waiting for the Premier Soccer League approval, the Executive Committee approval. And let's take the players over and introduce them. And at least they, you know, very often, you, say, you, you know, I had an agent come me and said, mm, I don't think the players part of the plans. I wish I'd known uh, two weeks ago, sort of thing. So ultimately, if the, you know, I think it, it was in the interest of the players to say, you know, we, let, let's take them across. We're not 100% sure. When will the PSL meet? When will they approve? It could have been in a week or two. So for the benefit of the players, you know, we thought, well, let's take them across 100%. They're still Highlands Park players and will be paid legally by Highlands Park until in the end of the month. From next month, if TS Galaxy decides they don't want to play, they have to negotiate. They can't just they have a contract. They can't just tell them they don't want them. It's not that easy. So they have a contract and uh, 
that's that's for the for the buyer to deal with next month. Yeah, but isn't it misleading though to the players to make them train, and then after the training they get told that they're no longer needed? Well, we just invited the the whole squad, and I mean, I did stand up. I went there myself personally to to meet the players, and then I I explained the situation to them. So there was no, I think, misleading. But couldn't they be told this before they trained? Because now you're training as Highlands Park. They were, they were, they were told before they trained, and, and in fact, what happened? I think there was a, there was a meeting in the morning, and then I think there was a bit of a session in the afternoon. But obviously, look, Tim Zuccosi and Dan Malisella have been watching our games and have got an idea of who they want for their campaign. So, more than I can't really say. I mean, you can say Brad maybe should have waited a few days. Rob, uh, maybe you're right. In hindsight, yes, I, I felt it was in the interest of the players. I mean, I know there was one player that, that really didn't want to play for T.S. Galaxy and, and uh, he's, he's going to a big club. And, uh, I mean, that move has already been completed. So, you know, I think things like that, in the interest of the players, were good. So I, 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 I think it was a good decision. You know, we can debate it all day, but I think it was a reasonable decision to say, look, guys, you're under contract. I mean, yeah, he has gone on record and saying that he's under contract until the end of the month, years. And we will pay them all fairly speedy as per the contracts, including the players whose contracts are ending. We will remunerate them as per normal. And to say, look, this is actually happening. We are we are having for financial reasons we're having to exit, and um, you know we, um, we can't carry on with this coronavirus that's affected our finances to the extent that it has. And we, um, you know, we'd like mm-hmm. you to introduce you to who's going to be the new owners. Uh, we think within a week, you know, so I think that that was fully communicated. And I think the players did a lot of them message me in the afternoon. So thank you. Thank you for helping us and a bit of finality and giving us, you know, some directions. I think it was a good call. But, you know, if you disagree, I respect that. No, not for sure. I, I just, I just uh, aspire to get facts. Uh, whether I agree no, or disagree, Brad, is, 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 is really neither here or there for me. Uh, I think the, the listeners who in part form fans, because ultimately you were Highlands Park. You were playing out of Tembisa. You had formulated a fan base. You had formulated people that support you, uh, poured their hearts out. You know how people would turn out at the stadium and fill up yeah. that stadium. So... I hear you also mentioning coronavirus, so I don't even know if was coronavirus the the, the thing that really pushed you to go for a sale, um, mm. because I would imagine that this would have all happened before uh, coronavirus came through. This wasn't inspired by that. But on the 14th of September, which is this week, the, the, the PSL would have sent you communication, and within that communication, they would have told you uh, that the transfer of the business of the company that you own does not meet the requirements of section 112 of the company's act so has that been cleared now have you yes, been yes. so what what was the problem with that that did not yeah. meet the requirements look I'm not, I'm not i'm not a legal expert and that's why we have cliff decker Hoffman, one of the leading law firms representing us and uh, it was dealt with i mean it was just really paperwork ultimately you know the board resolutions and meetings took place long ago because this deal was originally this, you know, con- not concluded, but formulated, I think, in June, the beginning of June. And I think our meeting was then. I think it was, could have been in June, thereabouts. And, but then, and the shareholders voted unanimously to, to approve the sale. 
So you're saying you don't really know, even after Cliff Decker, Hoffmeyer, have gone through the legalities, you, you're not aware of what that problem was that was a stumbling well, it, block on the 14th? It was, it was revolutions which we, which we had. You know, you know when, when you, I think with the PSL, they, they generally, you know, they, they, you, you present your agreement. I've never done this before, Rob, so apparently you present your agreement and uh, they then came back and said, okay, thank you. It's not approved because we still need... A, B, and C, and they then provided it, and 48 hours later, it was approved. So it clearly wasn't an issue. And is there money that's owing to Hatfield Holdings at the moment? Yeah. Well, you know, if I look at the numbers, you know, Robin, I think the reality is that, you know, Hatfield, Hatfield has uh, sponsored the team roughly roughly about 65 million rand over the last six years, about 10, 11 million rand a year, so it's substantial. It's in the audited financials. And we've also had Johnson Workwear, and that sponsored us about four and a half million per year over the last two seasons. So that's been the extent of the sponsorship. But, you know, Rob, it's not enough, because if you're getting 15 million rand from, from two sponsors, plus you're getting the PSL grant, it gives you something about 45 million as a budget. And I can assure you that you're spending four or five million rand a month um, on your team, which is fairly normal. Most PSL owners will tell you that. So the net result is that you are running, you're running short uh, on, an, on an annual basis, and um, that was the reason that we sold. So we had to borrow money from other entities to, not just one, it was three other entities. We borrowed money to pay for these losses, and the losses are recorded in the financials, which all the shareholders have, have been privy to and have signed off actually. But is, so, is 2020 losses not uh, seven million? Now, 2020 was about seven, correct? And I think the the the, the, the sponsorship from from Hatfield in that year was 18, and the sponsorship from Josh and Johnson was about four and a half. So you've got 22 odd million rands worth of sponsorship, and obviously the the concern we've got is going forward. Our economy is not in the best shape, and COVID has not helped this the situation. And when I met Tim for the first time, it was in the height of COVID. You know, we met I think it was early May. And um, it was in the heart of COVID. And obviously, you know, as business people, you have to look into the future. You have to say, well, look, do we, you know, do we believe that our sponsors can give us this kind of money, you know, going forward? You know, so if you look at these numbers, you've got a, you've got 22 million rands as a sponsorship in, you know, in the month or so, in the year, current year. Mm-hmm. And you're still running at a loss of seven. So it's kind of telling you that in order to make ends meet, you've got a, you've got a 27 million shortfall, really. And between the two sponsors, that's that's uh, that's quite a tall order in these economic times, and that was the main, you know, that was the main driver. Pretty look, I can assure you that you know we, we never got into football. But you know, I've known you for thirty years. We, we didn't get into football for for business. We, we are the number one supporters. I know Nando's the number one supporter, but we, we've got into football because of our passion for Highlands Park. We haven't got into this to make money out of it, but um, you, you know, ultimately today. Or when it was approved last night, it's it's a uh, it's it's painful for us. I mean, it's not a celebration. It's painful because we are we share the pain of the supporters that you mentioned in TNBC, and they've been amazing. And we've put our money in and our hearts and souls into this for the last. And who's uh, who's Joe Timonia? He's uh, Joe Timonia is uh, one of our partners. And when did he get involved? So Joe Timonia is a chartered accountant. He has his own businesses. He's very well known. I think he's a board member on some listed companies. Very well known. And um, him and I have been business partners for almost 18 years and friends probably for 20. 
Uh, he's a top individual who has scrutinized our financials throughout the process. And, you know, Joe's been involved he, he's, he, he, from afar, but clearly gets involved in the big strategic matters and uh, highly astute, competent person. That's who he is. And tell me, in terms of, in terms of Joe, though, is he owed money? No. Is he a shareholder? He's a yes. He's a, I think I did say earlier, but it may not have come to a 31% shareholder. So he's the biggest shareholder at Highlands Park. Is it? And, and when did that shareholding, when did he buy into that shareholding? Gosh, I, I mean, Robert, I don't have that information offhand. Three, okay. four years ago, something to that effect. I and mean, we can get that information to you, but something like that, a couple of years ago. Was, was that in he's part been, the 20% that he got from Hadley? No, we, we, we Hadley exited and wanted to exit, you know, about a month or two ago. Um, he wanted to exit. He had a small loan account and, and really exited at a, at a nominal value. All right. Let, let me take a quick uh, news detour. Uh, Brad, I'll, I'll come back and I'll finish off with you if you don't mind. Sure, um, no problem. Yeah, thank you so much. It, it is the top of the hour chatting to Brad Kaftel. And uh, also at the top of the hour is Jolani Tula with the news. Hashtag MSW. Thank you, Brett uh, Kafter, Rob. So many things does not add up, Rob, here. It seems to me, listening and looking from outside in, I it looks like our books were cooked here. I don't think and I don't believe that the shareholders will get any money. And the reason being that the books of Highlands Parks were cooked in such a way that they will make you believe that Hyder Sparks is in debt. And I don't know whether that is true or false, but I don't believe so. I don't believe that, Rob. Thanks, Sanson Stanton. Hi, uh, Brarop. You're speaking to Sir JC Tim. Uh, I just want to know one thing uh, from uh, the shareholder that you're speaking to. I just want to know how did they get to owing their sponsor because apparently they were owing their sponsor which is uh, VW Hetfield so I just want to know how did they get to that for them to owe the sponsor thanks uh, brother Hey, Robert, I think there's more to this highly spark story than Mr. I this man is beating around the bush icon Alright, so thanks so much to Joelani Tula for the news. Uh, still chatting and, and just wrapping things up here with Brad Capital. Um, a lot of people, though, Brad, and you know, with all due respect, saying that they, they're not following the logic that is um, being said by yourself. Things are not okay. adding up. Uh, the, the, the one gentleman, I didn't really hear the, the, his name, uh, he was saying that it, it sounds like the, the books were deliberately cooked uh, to Can make it seem it? that. Please. So that's it nonsense. There's no two ways about it. We audited by, we have audited financials, we audited by one of the top auditing firms in South Africa, top 10 company. And we've got audited financials which have been distributed to the shareholders for six years. It's run totally professionally. I'd invite anyone to come and have a look at the financials, you included, with pleasure, nothing to hide. The, the money is up and down. It's just simply that to run a premium, softly, team is expensive. 
And to answer what the one the one listener asked about, a sponsor can put in so much, which is a legitimate promotional amount for 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 the value you get from your promotion. And if it, if it, if at the end of the year you are short of money, the sponsor was played a secondary role and said, look, we're short of money. And the sponsor said, all right, I'll lend you this extra money. So that is why you've got two categories. You've got a sponsorship, which has run at about $65 million over the last six years. And then there's been additional monies to fund the loss. We've got a company that lost around about $50 million odd rand in the last six years. That's in the financials, audited and happy to disclose that to you, Robert, with pleasure. Let me make it easy. For the past three years, the board of directors of Highlands Park have met how many times? Generally, as a board of directors, we meet once a year. <clears throat> I'm thinking Nisi, who is a, has been a, an amazing source of assistance for us over these years, I can only speak about him in the highest possible light. He's, um, he's as an administrator, top-notch, as a motivator, top-notch. And it's been a pleasure to work with him. We've had a six-year relationship that has been superb. We may disagree at times, but, um, yeah, ultimately, um, you know, I think he's done a great job for us, Rob. Yeah. So, I, I, I hear you. I hear you, Brad. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't ask about Sinky. Let me redirect my question. I asked how many times the board of directors have yes. met. So yeah. I was getting to that. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. So Sinky and I have met, I would say, 40 times per year. To, to put it mildly, Sinky comes to my office. No, the board of directors, not you and Sinky. The board of the... directors once a year. Yeah. Um, Sinky and myself to deal with affairs of the club weekly, continuously. I mean, sometimes more than once a week, but if you had to say how often has Sinky been, have, have I, him and I met, it's, it's uh, well, he comes to my office and there's multiple people there to see. Um, but as, as, as board, as, as board, Brad, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to get, yeah. So in, in the past three years, you've met three times. As a board. As a, as a board. board yes. To discuss yes. business, to discuss where you're going wrong, to discuss the financials. And, and, and Hatfield being the sponsor, how do they get to, to be owed money? Well, so, so like I explained, sponsor puts in, let's take a, an example. Sponsor puts in 10 million rand. But you are Hatfield, though. Well, there's other shareholders. Jordan Timonia is a shareholder as well. So Hatfield has got other shareholders. I'm not personally the shareholder of Hatfield. But Hatfield and and Joe attends has, these meetings as well. Sorry to come. Yes, Joe attends the yes, meetings as well. Yes, so every course. single one of those meetings, he's yes, been there as well. Yes. Yeah, we, and, we, and the other yeah, shareholders. Yes. I, I mean, there's, there's been full knowledge and full understanding. I mean, I've, I've been discussing with Larry, with Cynthia on a continuous basis that we need to... You know, we need to turn this around because ultimately, you know, we're spending $60 million and we've got an inflow of 10 from Hatfield, 5, let's say, from Johnson, 30-odd from the league is 45, and at the end of the year, we're $15 million shy, and, and that's quite simply the number. So ultimately, we say, okay, well, where does the $15 million come from? You can go and get a bank loan, okay? And then Hatfield has come along and said, well, open up our sponsorship. We'll lend Highlands Park is $15 million rand with no interest, okay? So that, that's how it's a simple business, to be honest, um, and not uncommon. It's not uncommon for related parties to loan money to, you know, to another related party. It's quite common in business. So has hmm. Hatfield, I mean, I heard Mr. Nisi, you know, when you interviewed him, you know, then some guy sort of came and said some sort of a front and you've got free promotion. It's absolute nonsense. You've got the auditor financials. You can see them with pleasure. Hatfield's invested, spent, gone, off the books. Some 65 million rand over the past six years. So that's, that's an amazing investment. And I think they've got great value for money. I think the PSL is a great opportunity 
you know, full exposures. And I, and I think that, is it worth 65 million? I mean, there were two seasons where we gave the front of the shirt back over to Johnson. So Johnson worked with, so maybe it's not quite 65, but maybe maybe 55. But it doesn't matter. The reality is Hatfield has spent that kind of money over these six years, and it's been amazing. More than that, we According to... Uh, I don't know if you're aware, though. Um, according to the CIPC, uh, which, which obviously will then say yeah. to you and I and everybody else uh, who the registered directors or members are of any company, uh, has yeah. yourself as, uh, you know, as, as Brad Sheldon Keftold, has got mm. Larry David Brookstone, Sinky Thomas Simnisi. It just has those, nobody else. Say that again. You're saying that the current CIPC <clears throat> for Highlands Park. Correct. The current CRPC for Highlands Park will show four shareholders as of today. It will be myself, John Timonier, Larry Brookstone, and Sinkin Meezy. Three. Four. Myself, John Timonier, Sinkin Meezy, and uh, Larry Brookstone. Four uh, shareholders as of today, and three directors as of today. It will be myself, Sinkin Meezy, and Larry Brookstone. When last did you check? Well, Rob, maybe you've got a, a I don't have to check. So you're saying that as of today, meaning that it it could have been altered and changed today? No, no possibility. The directors directors were basically, there were four. It was Larry Brookstone, Sinky and Nisi, Brad Kaffel and Hadi Lazaro. And about nine months later, Hadi Lazaro stepped down as a director on his own choice. So we we had three directors, and that that has been the, the situation for the last for the last while, you know, three directors. But, but that's what, that's what I was asking, that yes. if, if you had to check, would you see four names or would you see four. three names? Are you talking about shareholders or directors? Registered directors and members. Three. Three. Happy to share with you in the morning, Rob. Three. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm saying three. You were saying four. So I'm saying that if no, no, you no. had to check. Four, yeah. four shareholders, three directors. Okay. Now, when... Let's talk about, I don't know, this probably might not apply here. There's, there's no threat of liquidation, right? There is any benefit no, to any of no, the shareholders? No. So, so, so there's no, I wouldn't say there's a threat of, liquida, you know, of, of, you know, of terminating the, the company, no. So I, I, I wouldn't say that's a threat because the loan has come from related parties, but do we have the capacity to keep plowing in 10 million plus another 14 million loan every year? You know, do we have that capacity to keep putting in 20 odd million for the next five years? You know, so we don't. So that's why we've had to look at it and say, look, while our emotions want to be in football and we want to be with our supporters and run Highlands Park financially, we had to make the decision, which is, which is the correct decision for directors. If a director voted against that, then are they representing the board of directors, the company or themselves? Because there is no way when you've got a, a debt of 50-something million, million and you are running behind every year that you can continue with no plan. I'm sure you would agree. You can't do that because it no. just get worse and worse. 100%. Of the funds that are available for distribution once this deal is, is done in terms of working capital? Yes. And, and, and those shareholders will get what is due to them? So... To answer that question, the, w- once the money comes in net of expenses, I estimate that we will still be about $8 million short of paying off the debt. But I have, a, I have engaged with Cynthia and Lisi, as I've said, 
I have a strong relationship with, and we only speak highly of each other. And I have, and I have made him an offer to, you know, out of as a goodwill gesture to see him right because he deserves it. He's done a fantastic job for us, and I have looked to to look after him materially. Um, as for the other, but is, is it is no. it due to him though, or you're saying just to make we sure buy, that he's sorted? Yes. Pretty much so you buy, buy his shares. Yes, you buy shares because it's not. So it's not a goodwill there. gesture, though. It's a, it's 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 something that is above well, board well, business. Yes, definitely. But ultimately, you're paying a lot of shares for you know for a, for a club that isn't going to be a professional sport. But it is above board business. You can pay. You can. There's nothing stopping you paying money for shares. It's 100 percent above board. And um, thinking of Nisi, I would have it no other way. I want him to walk away. You know, in a, in a good place, and I want him and I to be friends forever. Um, that's, that's what I want. I think you'd know that, Rob. We've both been together in your, in your studio. You've seen the chemistry. And I understand the energy and the passion and, and the emotion. And he's an emotional guy. And I know at times, you know, he may say things, but we've always worked things out. And, uh, uh, he's, he's, felt under, he's felt undermined. I mean, he has felt yeah. undermined. Yeah. So uh, he is a minority shareholder. I find that difficult to. I don't agree with that, but nonetheless, I, I mean, he's entitled. Oh, you heard him. You heard him on the radio, yes. though, Brad. I mean, uh, I I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not digging well, this up the ground. I, he he no, said it on radio. That is a minority it. shareholder who feels that yeah. he's being undermined because um, yeah. he is a minority shareholder. So the is, was this a straight up. Cash deal, if we may ask. I mean, was was no, that the one? No, was the periods? No, well, what's what's no. happening? Well, look, it's, it's, no. So I think I think um, part of it was cash, and um, you know, another another large part of it, you know, there, there was money raised through financial institutions, and that's quite a lengthy process, which I'm sure you know. You know. Um, also, I think Rob, what I also need to share out there is that you know, you played some interview with Larry Brookstone. The, the actual value. And have a PSL club. I think sometimes, you know, I think sometimes, uh, as as football lovers, we get carried away with ourselves. And we, we actually, I saw Bondi and Tuli at 15 million. That's getting carried away, and that that does tend to happen with people that are passionate about football. But to to give you an idea as to you know the last sort of three or four PSL franchises that have sold in the to give you a sense. Of, of what the value is of a PSL club. It's in that region. I'm talking about Vits. I'm talking about Tandas and the Royal Sultan. You said in, in which region? Sorry, your, your phone cut as the number was about to be said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd say in the 30s. In the if 30s. Take, yeah, if I take what Mpumalanga Black Ace has sold for, if I take what Tandas and the Royal sold for yeah. when they got promoted, I know those numbers. And if I take what Vits sold for, and if I average that out, it's in the 30s. Yeah. So and I'm sure bread was still I'm sure bread was still twelve rand at that stage. So your your, your stake would <laughs> yeah. would be what forty nine million though. I mean would, would that no, would be no, what? No, near that. No, we near that. We're, we're you know no, we near that. Uh, net, net of commission, we're, we're in the forties. We're in the thirties as well. Thirties or forties? Thirties, thirties. We just understand though that we did sell two players to Sundowns outside of that. Okay? Yeah, so, so you get you, you you'll you'll get fourteen million from that. Less commission, the sell-on clause or two. So, so yes, I wouldn't say quite that, but but yeah, these commissions are not quite that straightforward. But um, you, we, I think that was good business from our side, you know, for the value mm-hmm. of the, to pull them out of the deal because we knew they were good. They were good. And when I met with Tim Sukazi the first time, I said, look, we can sell the club. Now, the number was in the thirties. I said we can sell the club, but these two players have to come out. Yeah. And right. uh, I think that was right. good Sorry. business. Yeah. 
Yes. Oh, sorry, I'm just quickly cutting in. Um, I'm going to ask uh, the, uh, the, the guys in the studio just to put you on hold. Um, feel free to listen in because I, I know that there's been back and forth um, with, yeah. with your legal teams in terms of mm. communication. Um, and I know that Mandla Shabalala represents uh, Sengim Nisi. Uh, he is the lawyer. Uh, he joins me on the line so that we, we get a final take on this, so that we hopefully, when the new week starts, um, we, we're free of the saga. Mr. Shabalala, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Good evening, Robert, and good evening, good evening to your listeners. And so good, good evening to Brad as well. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. He, he is listening. I have put him on hold so that if there's any issue, then wh- where are we? We, we had a very unhappy Sinkimnisi here the other day, and I know that legally there's been backwards and forwards, and there's been further communication today on the day where it has been declared that the sale has gone through. Robert, Robert, when... when Sinky, uh, if I may address him as Sinky, I normally call him Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, in fact, someone reminded he, me, me that at some stage was called Dualaza. But then, he, at the time he started talking on the radio, at that point we never had any instructions. Hmm. Um, but then when he came to us, then we opened up communications. The first thing that we did, he instructed us to write a letter to the PSL, to the league. Um, making the league aware that as a shareholder, well, either I mean majority or minority, is that he does not know anything about the transaction that is about to take place, that is the sale of the club. And as a result, we, we requested that the sale should not proceed, and instead we requested some documents from the league. Uh, I can safely say that to date we have not had any response from the league, but subsequent to that, then there was then a communication to Brad. We sent Brad a, a, a letter requesting um, documents, a number of documents that would have would have actually made sense to probably to Sinki as to uh, why the team was sold. Uh, because what he says to us is that he was told that uh, the team. It's at almost like at zero because of all the deaths. Uh, but Singhi then says uh, it does not know about any deaths. So we, we requested a list of all the deaths and how, how did you get to those deaths. I think I think one need to make something clear here is that I don't think Singhi is against the sale of the club, mm. but he's against the manner in which it was conducted and the manner in which he feels that he was excluded from from everything, there was no transparency. He says, our instructions, a lot of things that have been said, he does not have a clue of. And if this thing was done transparent, and if the document that you are requesting is a document that you want to sit down and look at the document and satisfy himself, and if he's satisfied about everything, everything has been transparent, and when he asks questions based on the documents and they get answers and is satisfied with the answers, I don't think he would have, there would have been this noise. So he's aggrieved about that. And that's where we are right now. We still, we've heard, he's also heard that the deal has been approved. We haven't heard anything. He hasn't received any communication either from the league. Uh, we're still waiting. So as far as your client is concerned, are you regarding the sale as having gone through? Well, we, we don't know. We, we hear, we hear, well, he says, he says to us this morning, we've heard that it's been approved. 
And we also say, we also hear that it's been approved, but we don't have any formal communication. And it becomes difficult for, for, for you then to want to act on a hearsay, something that you're not sure of. I mean, so is, is, is there no instruction from the from the camp of Highlands Park and communicated to you, which which almost is an instruction uh, that your clients' shares um, have to be purchased for a, a sum uh, that has to be agreed. I mean, talking about payment of which uh, will be in full and final settlement of, of all the differences. Has that Not come through, and are you accepting that? It has. It has, and uh, with the permission of of my of Sinki. I've yeah. been in communication directly with Brad up until yesterday, and uh, I started communicating with Quentin, his attorney. Uh, there, is, there is an offer on the table, which so far Sengi uh, is rejecting, but the, his rejection is based on, on, on the things that he requested. He says, Manza, well, when he tells me, he says, Manza, I want to see the document. I want to see the sale agreement. I want to see the list of the debtors that we have. I want to see a bank statement for the last past six years since I've been with the club. I want to see what happens to the ex-gratia amount, for example, you know, uh, preparation amount from the league. I want to know what happens to the prize money because they came eight. I think the amount is about 850000 These are the things that he wants to satisfy himself as a shareholder. Mm-hmm. And now, in my opinion and our opinion, I think it's something that is entitled to. So... That's that's all that is asking for. Well, it, it sounded like like, like Brad was was saying that you know he he has meetings, got a good relationship with Sinki, and uh, he feels that he settled him uh, and given him what is due because of the relationship that they have. Is, is he aware of that? I'm aware. Let me tell you that the funny thing, and I respect both of them for that. When when you get to Sinki, Sinki respects Brad so much. He says Brett has never, has never well, uh, misled him, oh. or there's no reason not to trust him in the past. When you, when you talk to Brett, they tell you how much they love each other. He respects Sinkim. Highlands Park wouldn't be where it is now if it wasn't for Sinkim's contribution. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and, and, and that love story is, is beautiful. But when it comes to the business story. side, um, yes. it, it's a beautiful thing. But Sinki was enraged when he was on the show. Um, yes, and he did say, Brad, great guy. And Brad saying about yes. Sinki, great guy, we meet. So, yes. But being a great guy does not put money in the bank. That's true. That's true. And, and that's why, I think that's why he's so disappointed now. In his, what he says to us, he says disappointed because Bread on this deal has not been open with him, and it, he was not expecting this from Bread. That's what he said. Well, okay. Mr. Kafka. All right, but let's, let's see, let's see where this plays out. I, I am out of time. Uh, I would have loved yes. to go back to Brad, but I, I, I can't. But Mandla, thank you yes. so much for coming through. Uh, Brad, I know you're still on hold. Thank you as well for coming through. Um, as, as we can hear, this is uh, pretty much a, a here, there, different figures being told to different uh, platforms and, 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 and journalists and so on and so on. But, yeah, hopefully we get to see the end of this. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for being on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. You be the judge. We try and facilitate these things uh, that are supposed to make sense. Uh, Our economist, I'm sure, would have been listening. He might have been kicking the table and saying these things. Corporate governance, where are you? You know, but...